play that much. And then he scores a touchdown, baby. And then right away, yeah. That's your look. That's my look. It is. Something about this podcast gave us bad luck. Choo-choo. You ready to get started? Yeah. Can just, yeah, let's just yeah, roll, let's roll with it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, grandparents, great-grandparents, uncles, nieces, nephews. Did we miss anybody? Mm, I think that's it. We are the role players. I am Art Mosley. He is. Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyways. Uh, good day. I think we already Whatever said that. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's hey. just been such it's been such a day. I'm just gonna it's like groundhog day. I'm repeating myself. <laughs> it's it's um It's Thursday PM right now. Oh my gosh, we've got what, uh thirteen days until Christmas yeah. as we record? Yeah. Uh, have you done oh, all your Christmas shopping? Yeah. You have? Yeah. You've done all your Christmas shopping. Uh I, I mean, gotta get my dad some golf balls, okay. so no. Yeah, it's easy enough. So you you've got Wife, kids. Huh? Do you shop for your kids or does your some wife? of it? Okay, some of it. We we decide on you know x amount of things, and then some of it I'll go get. Um, most of the stuff she gets, but I am picking out a lot of it. I've I've gotten them four or five things. Okay, and then I've shopped for Megan in about ten minutes on Amazon. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how does that good. how does that work? Because we had that dilemma today. Actually, I was shopping for. For Hillary and uh, I was we for the longest time I was a I was a complete numbskull and we had two Amazon Prime accounts in our house mm-hmm. and I was paying for one that I did not know about that mm-hmm. was just horrible accounting until one day I looked up and I was like what is this two different primes two different primes right so now we have one that yeah. was about three four years ago we had that finally re- it was and I probably had it for like two years so uh-huh. um but I was how do you keep her from seeing what you ordered on Amazon Prime. Well, here's the thing. I don't actually have a Prime account. So Megan orders stuff most of the time. We both do use my sister's Prime account. Okay. And then Megan has her account. So if something is, you know, Prime eligible, a lot of times she'll get it on there, but she doesn't like to use my sister's. So most of the time she shops on hers. So I order things out of my sister's account. Ah. But if I use one on hers, I just say, hey, don't look at the past orders, you know. Yeah, I try to do that because I feel like we have Amazon, like everybody else, we have Amazon boxes showing up at least mm-hmm. once a week or once every other week or sometimes once a day, depending on the season. And um, it's hard for me to, not that I don't trust my wife, it's just hard for me to think that she would not order something on Prime and then look at the card or look what she just bought and be like, wait a minute, did I buy that? Or get an email. No. That's it. So it's very difficult. Yeah. So. I went in and um, set up another free Prime account. <laughs> there you go. And so they I have, have a reminder. Well, no, it's like if you, like I gave a new email address and uh, phone number, uh-huh. I think. But you don't have to pay. Well, you get a thirty-day trial. Oh, okay. So by January twelfth, I have to cancel my Prime my thirty-day trial membership, uh-huh. or else I get charged twelve bucks a month, thirteen dollars a month. Been down that road before. So I'll do that this year for Christmas, but anyway. And no, I don't have all my Christmas shopping done. I'm I'm kind of a slacker. That's I, okay. uh, you got time. Well, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. So what, let's recap. What happened? What happened other than the um, forgettable SEC championship? Anything else happened of note? Uh, Any surprises? I, I mean, I kind of knew that somehow, some way Oklahoma was going to sneak in. I knew that 
Oregon would win because I don't want Oklahoma in the playoff, which meant that Oregon was going to win, <laughs> and then Baylor was going to lose. So that didn't surprise me. Are you happy that you're – because you picked them to win it all, correct? I did pick Oklahoma to win Are it all. Are you excited that your prediction's still alive? Uh, I, I'm kind of apathetic. Uh, I, you know, I had such high hopes for this football season, and then my Miami Hurricanes, I mean, just absolutely screwed the pooch. Um, and so the the deeper we got into the season, the less and less I started caring about mm-hmm. <laughs> about things. So, uh, but it's nice to to be right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's always nice to be it's, right. It's nice to be right. Um. Oh, so, gosh, I, I have to go back and remember. I did have o- Oklahoma winning the entire thing. I think I had Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Clemson as my I think you did. as my final four. Fifty percent. I mean, but it's kind of hard to not be at fifty percent, right? I mean, uh, yeah, seemingly. And your final four was Bama, Georgia, Clemson, and Ohio State. All right, so, what, so we both hit fifty percent. We got right. Clemson, and then we both picked one of the others. Right. So we. I mean, we're just more tied up. We're, we, it, it is tied up. Uh, but I will tell you, I, I kind of like Ohio State's chances better than Oklahoma's chances. Yeah, I, I, I would too. I, I think, who um of the four, to me, I think that Ohio State has the best defense, but I think they also have the weakest offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and they play Oklahoma, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, LSU plays Oklahoma. Ohio State plays Clemson because you got two that's state of right. Georgia 2018 class of 2018 quarterbacks. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, go figure. They aren't playing for Georgia. How's that happen? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, I saw that. I had seen it in an article where Field said that he almost he wanted to come back, and then watching him say it again in a video clip from this week where he said he called his dad and said, "I think I want to go back to Georgia," and his dad said, "No, stick it out. You don't quit." It's like. Screw you, Dad. <laughs> Why did you have to say that? That just made it even worse. Oh, Georgia. I mean, what's can we can we talk about life as a Georgia fan for just a second? Yeah. Now I didn't watch the game for full disclosure. We had a basketball game last Saturday, right in the middle of the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. But we kind of knew going in what Georgia had to do, right? Yeah. But not get injured. Right. Uh, actually, be able to throw the ball, forward, not turn it over. A forward pass, right, and not yeah. turn it over. And to get some turnovers. Yeah, did, did Georgia do any of that? They did the opposite of what you needed to do. Complete opposite. More injuries. Poor Don Blaylock tears his ACL on contact, just mm. landing in the first half. So that happened. Kiers Jackson, you, you know him from Dutch yep. County. Yep. He gets injured and gone. So then we're without Cager, Pickens, Blaylock, Kiers, and we're down to these nobodies. That I mean, pers- it, it was funny, and it was so fitting. The very first offensive play for Georgia – it was play action. Fromm goes deep, like 40 yards, to Tyler Simmons, who drops the ball. And you're just like, there you go. That's uh, that's our offense summed up in one play. Tyler Simmons, the seniors, drop ball after ball. And the offense has always been close, but not just can't make it the plays. And right away you knew, oh, that's going to be bad. And then a couple plays later, he goes down the field to Landers, but he leads him too far out of bounds. It would have been like a 30-yard catch. And then, Fromm has Demetrius Robinson streaking down the middle of the field. If he hits him in stride, it's a touchdown, like a 50-yard touchdown, and Fromm throws it into the ground, basically. So, it's you're just like, I hate her. I hate our offense. And then DeAndre Swift was banged up. I think he had three carries. 
Yeah, so he, was, just, he was questionable coming into the game. Right. Though, so that, it was just a perfect storm. And even if we were 100% healthy, we wouldn't beat LSU. So they're just they're just a step above. I mean, they're they're a machine right now offensively. They are a machine. But can we talk about Joe Burrow for just a just a minute? Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to talk about his performance on the field. But this, I I think some of the things I've been reading about him being he saying he was you know uh, undervalued or 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 people were I don't want, I don't think he said sleeping on him. But the sense I got was that what he was saying was he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Really? What, what 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 is the cause for that? I mean, I have no idea. Maybe that he didn't win the job at Ohio State. I don't. I don't know. I don't hmm. know what it is. I think a lot of people just tell themselves that and make up that that, know, that narrative. Yeah. The haters and, yeah. No man. I mean, maybe people didn't think he'd do much this year. But if you look at last year, he was nothing special. He had like sixteen touchdowns, five picks, something like that. 2,500 roughly yards. I mean, he wasn't anything special. Right. No one would have seen this coming. If you told me preseason, hey, Joe Burrow for Heisman in a runaway, I would just laugh at you. Right. But here we are. Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers. Uh, How fitting would it be an LSU-Ohio State national title with two transfer quarterbacks? Yeah. that That would be funny, Burrow against his old team. I mean... That, that's the thing is 75% of the teams in the playoff have transfers at quarterback. And it's that's just where where we are now. Mm-hmm. Is you don't keep two quarterbacks on the team. And guys are splitting. That's why <laughs> myself and other Georgia fans uh, would love to get Derek King to uh, to transfer in from Houston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's sort of a pipe dream, but yeah, I but don't know. Do you think is, is from leaving? Of course he's not. I mean, he might, but... Can he afford to leave? If we had even a suitable, somewhat competent replacement, I wish he would. I'm, I'm so tired of Jake Fromm, Art. I'm so, so I mean, tired. You are, you are in the minority, I think. You think? In, with, with Georgia fans, yeah. I think you're in the minority. I, I, I just, I'm just... I'm, I'm over him. I've never been in love with him or anything that he's done. I mean, he's had some good games, but overall... He's just been hyped up so much by Georgia fans into being this amazing first-round player, best, you know, all this stuff. And wait, wait all a he's like, ever been is efficient. Like, like every uh, every Georgia fan every year when you guys get like a great running back, he's an extortion. Oh, that's the worst. Oh my god, that's the worst. I to to their credit, I don't hear many people actually say <laughs> mention Her- Herschel's name. But here, I'm I'm of the opinion I can't stand when Georgia fans bring up Herschel. Period. Because it's just, it's like, it's cliche. It's like a, the stereotype. The Georgia fan talking about Herschel Walker. All right? That was 30-whatever years ago. So it's just... So 81? Yeah. 80 what, to 82. All right. And so you're just, all right, let's move past. That's Yes, he was incredible and amazing, but it's almost 40 years ago. Let's, let's look at someone a little more recent. <laughs> But I don't know. I'm just done with Fromm. I, I'm tired of him. I'm tired of hearing about his intangibles and his leadership and how unflappable and how he has the it factor and how he played Little League Baseball and everything. I'm just... <laughs> dude is a statue. Somehow he's become less mobile every year. He can't run. He's 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 been so... I mean, he's been... I've never seen someone regress like he did. He was never spectacular, but he was efficient. And he made plays when he needed to, and he was accurate. 
And then this year, dude, he caught five, last five games of the year, he couldn't even hit 50% accuracy yard. And people will say, well, it's because of cage. It's, if one player goes out and you suck, that that's telling. That is a problem. Last year, they said when he was struggling, well, it's because he's got fields breathing down his neck and he's not comfortable. This year, now they're saying, well, it's because he doesn't have anybody pushing him. Like, wait, last year he was uncomfortable because somebody was pushing him. So this year he's uncomfortable or he's not playing well because nobody's pushing him. It's just these, the excuses are constant. It's either the receiver's fault or the running game isn't opening things up for him or the offensive coordinator's not calling plays for him. It's never his fault. Ever. Okay, I'm going to pile on here. Uh, and let me. Yeah, I, I, gotta, I think is. Uh, an unpopular opinion, okay, but this is from a Georgia Tech uh, player, all right, standout player from Georgia Tech, and and an acquaintance of mine. Now I can already tell you the, his opinions. I give no weight to after okay. he after he, yeah, a tweet he had earlier this year that was just lunacy. All right, so uh, my, my, we're going we're going to call him out, Coleman. Uh, congratulations for making it on the role players, by the way, Coleman. I uh, know this is a milestone in your life. We're going to read your tweet here, Coleman Rudolph. Uh, the past two years have been painfully lopsided when it comes to Georgia Tech football versus UGA. All right, which is that's a fact. But he says, however, Kirby's inability to turn talent into titles is closing his window of opportunity. Great recruiting doesn't mean great coaching. Dogs getting nervous. Coach Collins keep grinding. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I mean, because you haven't won it in your first four years, the window's closing. Can you I tell just, me another head coach that won a national championship in his first four years at any job? Not, Larry, not, Larry Coker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I can. I mean, think in of. their fourth year period, <laughs> being a head coach, can you tell me another coach that's that's won a national title and been in the playoff discussion the last three years? Shut, dude. Shut. <laughs> he's, just, he's just hoping and wishing and thinking that that's the same dude that said that that tech was closing in and recruiting so he's made some outlandish statement that you're like dude just just shut up gosh uh, i could not i you know i read that earlier today and i was like i have got i've got to poke the bear hey i, I put a, about as much Weight into to his opinion on Georgia as I do my son Cooper's opinion on Georgia. So oh. get out of here with that. Okay, all right. Time will just goes to show you that having played the sport at a high level does not <laughs> mean you know does not equal. Uh, what am I thinking? Sound reasoning or or breakdown or analysis does not mean that you really know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying. We shall see. We shall see. Football players have but, never uh, been known for their high IQ. But uh, I am going to. I'll save that tweet and see if it ages well. Yeah, that's that's what I will do. Um. So we got we've got a bowl schedule that I mean, are you ex, are you excited about? Have you never ever excited been excited? Yeah, I, I was going to ask. Have you ever been excited about bowls other than when you were like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16? No, there'll be a handful here and there. I mean, national title games I am. Um, the playoffs now, some of them I am. Last year, they weren't exciting. And then um, from time to time, but the regular bowl schedule I dislike. I, it's not like, oh, it doesn't do anything for me. I dislike it because it's just so watered down and diluted and it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, you've In got, any way. 
I mean, are you not excited about the Indiana Tennessee matchup? Yeah. I guess the Vols are. I mean, what else? Go through and give us some more of these stellar matchups. All right. Well, uh, that we should be excited. I mean, about. I'm going to start with my favorite is La Tech and in, in Miami in the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. I didn't even know. I don't even know. Walk-Ons. Walk I thought you were saying that that, that like yeah. that was the level of talent that no, was going to be out there. No, that 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 would be safe to assume. But it is the Walk-Ons walk -ons Independence Bowl. What? Yeah. Never heard of that one before. No. Nah. Okay. Uh, we've got... Um, UCF and Marshall and the Bad Boys Mower Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, yeah. Can I... UCF was talking some trash about had they not gotten beat by somebody, they would be in the discussion. I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. No. It would have been the same dog and pony show. You guys yeah. would have been on the outside looking in and... You know, mm -hmm. talking about LSU, this, that, and the other. It's like, no, UCF, you're not. You caught lightning in a bottle a couple of years ago. You're not. You're not right. there. You haven't arrived. Uh, North Carolina Temple. Uh, uh, State Wake Forest. Oklahoma State, Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. Not interested in that. US, I mean, that might be entertaining to watch, but I don't care about it. Air Force, Washington State. Mm -hmm. No. Memphis, Penn State. No. Memphis, ranked number 17, taking on Penn State. Oh, what whatever happened to um, whatever happened to um, Minnesota? Where are they playing? I have no clue. Rowing the boat somewhere. Are they mm. one of those that's after the playoffs? Hmm. Oh, There's just so many bowls it takes a while to get through. Them. They are in the Outback Bowl oh, playing Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, there we, we go. We I'll be pulling we, for Fleck there. We didn't get there yet. Uh, Wyoming and Georgia State playing in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Exciting. I mean, there, there are um, three teams that are going bowling in the state of Georgia once again. And Georgia Tech is going bowling also. It's just going to be at Bowl America. Down the lane, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you've got Georgia State facing off against Wyoming in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. You've got Georgia. How about the Valero Alamo Bowl? Texas Longhorns come in. All right, all right. Bring Vince Young out of retirement, throw for about 600 yards, rush for about 200 more. <laughs> Texas in the back. And before I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Georgia Southern playing Liberty in the New Mexico Bowl. There you go. I'm, I'm struggling looking for Georgia Tech. At They're just not in there, Bowl America, but I can't find them. Um, Notre Dame, Iowa State, I mean, is... No, no, that's what I'm saying. None of these are interesting in any way and, until the playoffs and then go down to the New Year's Day Bowls and the New Year's Eve, the New Year's Six. So you get, what do we got? Minnesota, Auburn, okay, that's that I'll watch. Michigan, Alabama, I will watch I think that. That's, a, that's, that's an intriguing matchup. Yeah, to see how much Alabama cares and, and how healthy they are. Oregon, Wisconsin, no, don't care about that. Georgia, Baylor, obviously... That's the uh, concessions bowl. Yeah, that's the yeah yeah. <laughs> you you almost made it. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I'll watch. I'll watch on New Year's Day, and then obviously I'll watch the playoffs. But none of these other ones. I mean, unless I'm just sick or laid up and just sitting around, I won't. No, I won't be watching you. Do you care? I switched to hoops mode, Art. I think it's about that time. You know, I, I probably will. The, the problem is in my house, I, I'm the only one that is really avid about sports. So so when I want to watch my TV, normally some 
Disney, uh, what do they call it? What's the new Disney, Disney Plus? Plus? Oh, I'm starting to grow a, a large disdain for the Disney, even though I think hmm. ESPN owns Disney, or D- yeah. Disney owns ESPN. Yeah. My disdain for Disney is growing more and more by the oh, day. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm that guy. Get off my lawn, kid. I'll never not like Disney movies. I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm just, I just don't like the access my kids have to them now. Shut it off, man. I'm just. That's you know, that's your yeah, call, yeah, aren't? Yeah, you're right. It is, but every now and then, it's like, gosh, do I have to be that the asshole every time? Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to be. It shuts that. down the Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I know we have more than one TV, but it's you know I, I want to watch football on the TV. In the, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, it certainly can drive a wedge. Uh, but you know, if I'm kind of hanging around doing nothing, I turn the game on. I just I don't have any vested interest. So if a, right. so if my son comes up and says, "Hey, can we play on the PlayStation with my buddy?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm just mm-hmm. I'll just go break leaves. I don't know." And they don't mean anything. What, yeah. what every every year they say this could this could catapult them into a strong next year, but it doesn't matter. Texas was back, remember, after they beat us last year, and then they weren't. And it's just <laughs> it doesn't matter what what happens in your bowl in any way. There's no way that. A bowl game is going to give you any more wins or increase your chances of winning, you know, nine months later. It's just not. It might make you feel positive in the off season or, you know, something like that, but it's not gonna no, it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. So I'm got no love for bowl season. Uh the other thing I wanted to talk let's move on from bowl season. Okay. I mean, you don't want to talk about the playoffs and what we think is gonna happen? Uh can we do that next week? Yeah. I mean... Okay. I think I think I'll be around next week. We can talk about it now. Let's save that. Okay, we'll, we'll tease it. Yeah. That's We just teased it. Uh, can we talk about um, Missouri's new football Eli? coach? Yeah. Uh, one of the best takes at a press conference, right... Mr. Coach Drinkwitz comes in from Appalachian State, got his press conference, and he and he says he's excited about leading Missouri to a Sun Belt Conference title. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, yeah. And, that was a but, great soundbite. But he, in his defense, he as soon as he said Sun Belt, he said uh, SEC East. Mm-hmm. What is Missouri's chances of literally winning another conference title? I don't know. I mean, it could happen. It won two. I mean, it's not likely anytime soon, but you don't know what's gonna what the future may bring. He might be the next Urban Meyer. He very well could be. Uh, what if, if? But every coach says that. You know. That's the line, right? You have to say that, right? Right. You're about competing for championships, and you're going to be aggressive, and you're going to be multiple, and you're going to blah blah blah. It's all the same. You could copy and paste any press conference, and then just. Insert the name of the new school, and that's it. Hey, uh, my name is Coach Mosley, and I am excited to be the new head coach of the University of Georgia. Uh, I'm really excited about making sure that we're average and uh, that we win <laughs> about seven to eight games a year, uh-huh. and uh, we go to the uh, Walk-Ons uh, Independence Bowl, whatever that was. Because our window closed. Yeah, it, it, our window closed, and we're going to make sure that we don't recruit the best players from our state, and uh, 
Thank, thanks, Nate. Do you have anybody have any questions? Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody gets up there and says that, right? No. You know what I'm excited about? And I this is not because we just hired him. Matt Luke has, has been one of my favorite people, coaches, over the last few years from what he that he took over that job when they were had been dragged through the mud and were at the bottom and listen to him. He's like the most likable person I've ever heard. And so when he got fired, I thought he had a raw deal because he was basically just a placeholder. And for him, and then Sam Pittman leaves, which is like, are you kidding me? The one assistant that we didn't want to leave, like our best. And then they go get Matt Luke. And I was like, oh, just like that. We're back on track. (laughs) I love that, man. That, That dude... And he could have gone to Georgia Tech, and I would have said the same positive things about him. But Matt Luke is that's a that's a good dude. So anyway, so you guys got your get. I mean, how much how much difference do you think he'll make for the Bulldogs? Hopefully, hopefully not. I mean, I don't. He's got a stacked room. I think he'll be able to recruit. Maybe not to the level that Sam Pittman did, but close to it. And so it's just at this point, just keep it going because. Uh, I don't know. He's um, Pittman for all the recruiting he did. The offensive line this year was probably not where it should have been, considering you have at least one first rounder in Andrew Thomas, and then you've got a right tackle that could be a first or second rounder, and you got NFL starters all across. So it's uh, it's I don't know. I don't think it's going to be any significant drop off. I don't think I'm not going to sit here and say he's an upgrade because I think Pittman is as good as it gets, but I don't think. It'll be too noticeable, but I don't know. Any other uh, off-season hires that are intriguing to you? Well, Kiffin. I, mean, I say off-season, but in, in, yeah, I mean. Lane's the big one, and uh, just just watching and seeing what what he'll do. Other than that, what's what's happened? Who have we got? Uh, Willie Taggart went to FAU, correct? Yes, he did. He got a job very quick. Yeah. Uh, Normal to FSU. Yep. Trying to... Mike Bobo, offensive coordinator at the University of South South Carolina. Carolina. So, are you disappointed that uh, the Bulldogs maybe missed out on that? I would have liked to have had him back, but we didn't have an offensive coordinator opening. (laughs) And so, I would have liked to just because I think if anyone could convince Kirby to evolve, it would be one of his good friends. But... I don't understand for him why he didn't wait for a better opportunity because you get fired and then you move to a place that the good chance within one to two years you're going to be fired again. Right. Or the staff is. So I didn't really understand that personally. But, yeah, I guess he he was convinced by his buddy Will. Hmm. Well? I don't know. No, so nothing's jumped out. I'm sure there will be some more. I'm sure there will be some more changes and... People going here and there. The silly season, man. This is when you get into plane tracking and agents. Jimmy Sexton starts working his magic for his coaches, getting him raises and everything. So, yeah, it'll be fun. Definitely, definitely a silly season. And here you go, as you mentioned before, Lane Kiffin is reportedly attempting to hire a handful of current and former Nick Saban staffers. Uh-huh. Uh, while the time... He's gonna, he's gonna poke, he's gonna poke the king. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Are they the king, though? I thought LSU was the king. Well, Saban is the king when it comes to coaches. He's, he's way up there. Not this year, but 
I mean, nobody I, touches him. I think. Well, is there a college coach you would say is comfortable? Shouldn't even be thinking about it this long. No. In this era? Period. But in this era now, yeah. Uh, I would put my money up that Jimmy Johnson, had he stayed in college, would have been the best college coach ever. Get out of here. That's, that's madness. Best ever. Jimmy Johnson. All right. Well, you also said that in the history of the NBA, if you had to have a shot, you'd want Russell Westbrook with the ball, so... Yeah, because I know he's not giving it up, and he's gonna he's gonna force the ball. Nah, nah. Anyways, who are you taking, LeBron? No, I said KD. Oh, okay. I just said he's the hardest to defend. I would want Jordan or Kobe for clutch, but if I said KD, if I just needed two points, I know Russell Westbrook's getting it around. Yeah, or he's gonna travel or. Or pick the ball start up and yelling. walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah walks just start walking times. like LeBron. Oh, my gosh. There was something else that I wanted to talk to talk about, and this is a, the problem with poor show planning on my part, is that I completely forgot what, what I had. I had for, forgot what I texted you earlier, and I think, I, I felt like I was trolling somebody else, so we, we kind of trolled Georgia Tech with Coleman's comments. Uh, Alabama hasn't, I haven't seen a whole bunch of material on them. They've been kind of quiet. They have. Um, they had the anger, and now they're they're sinking into the you know later stages of grief. <laughs> they're dealing with everything. Um, oh. Chad Morris going to Auburn as the offensive coordinator—that's kind of an interesting move, you know. I mean, Gus—is there anybody that's ever been on the hot seat more than Gus Malzahn? He's eternally on the hot seat, isn't he? Like one just, foot in, one foot out, and everybody just, half their fans are fire Gus, and half of them love him. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You just feel like with every loss, you're saying, are they going to fire him? And then he beats Alabama, and they love him. And it's just the most strange relationship between him and their fans and their AD. Yeah, I don't understand I don't mind it. I don't want them getting a more competent coach, so I'm I'm good with it. I'm serious. I don't. And you guys play Auburn every year, right? That's your crossover game. So that'll be interesting. It's like Mullen, too. I don't want Mullen leaving. I want him to stick around. I mean, it's... I don't... No one fears Dan Mullen at Florida. Just, yeah, just, but if the right coach was at Florida, oof, we'd have a... It's a sleeping giant. Yes. It, 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 Florida's a sleeping They're giant. capable of so much more than Dan Mullen. So, I'm happy with that. So, I mean, I, I'm really almost out of material today, believe it or not. Let's cut it short. Get um, some sleep. That, that's, I think that's a great idea. We'll be back next week to talk uh, college bowls, and I'll be handing out my... Uh, who I'll be giving lumps of coal to, who I thought was pretty naughty this year. All right. I have to do some research on that and okay. um, give up my lumps of coal and uh, and then uh, you know talk college 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 bowl season and we we'll, might dabble in a little uh, hardwood. Yeah, that's where I'm telling you the tension has shifted. It's hey, the Anthony Edwards show now. Are are you uh, you still in your fantasy football league? Yeah, you're still. Alive in the Not in the one that I'm in with you, but yeah, we had a bye last bye. week, so this is this is uh, this is where it where it counts. This mm-hmm. is a big week. All right, you and me both. We've got different leagues. Uh-huh. Both of us are playing in the semifinals. Yeah, this is when it really matters. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I'm sure this is when my team generally chokes. <laughs> so, uh, in any event, 
You guys, thanks for listening to an abbreviated version of the role players. I am Art Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. Just listen to us anyway. You guys have a great week, and if you fail to listen to us next week, have a Merry Christmas. Once again, uh, the if anybody can answer our riddle, why do birds fly upside down over the state of Alabama? Just tag us in our in, in or DM us the role, at the role players one on Twitter, or or just tag us in your response, and um, we'd appreciate it. You guys have a great week. Bye.